I'm Elizabeth Taylor. I'm back and I'm better than ever. This is Courage Cast, encouraging one another so that more will believe. Well, she is back, ladies and gentlemen of the Courage Cast. One of our first guests, one of my first guests. I don't know why I say our all the time. Maybe there's a couple of you. It's just, yeah, I think it's my <laughs> multiple personality. Probably. Um, but Elizabeth, welcome to Yay. the Courage Cast. Thank you. I'm so excited to be back. Yeah. 2020. Yes. You were with us. Let me look at the the past a here. Episodes. 104, 105, and 106. And it's funny because that was back in the day when I was like, I'm doing five days a week and they're only going to be 15 to 20 minutes a piece. I heard you say that. Mm-hmm. And now it's not. It's just one interview uh, a week because that was just, that was a lot. That's a lot to keep up with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, you're back. We had a great series of conversations. One of our most listened to Wow. Uh, a series of, of episodes. That is awesome. Yeah. Pretty cool. So um, it's, it's kind of you listen to him again. I haven't listened, I actually listened to him. So yeah. tell me what you remember from those episodes, what you were going through and what you, you, re, you had some resolutions or you said where yeah. you'd like to be. So tell yeah. us a little bit of where you were. Remind everybody. Well, I think it's been about three and a half years, and um, Eric asked me to come on a couple of weeks ago, so I've been kind of preparing, but this morning, it hit me that maybe I should just go listen to everything I said a few years ago to kind of reference that if I needed to. I'll be honest, I was a little nervous. I couldn't remember what I'd said exactly, and I was not sure. Yeah, I just, it's hard to listen to yourself. Oh, yeah. So anyway... But I went back and listened, and honestly, I'm really glad I did. I was very proud of myself, the person I was three and a half years ago. Mm. I see the places I changed now. I heard the nervousness in my voice, but I was very proud of um, what I brought to the table that day. Mm -hmm. And I think it was really beneficial. And I encouraged myself listening to it today. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, you go, girl. Like, okay, I'm talking about myself. This is so weird. But I remember sharing about my illness and the place I was at that point. And um, a lot has happened since then, actually. Mm -hmm. But but you had MS. I, yep, MS. Do you still have MS? I still officially have MS, Mm -hmm. but I received a a Lyme disease diagnosis um, in fall of 2018. So Mm -hmm. that was a little pivot moment where... Was that like I didn't see that coming. Was that different than the MS? Was it like no, it's not MS, it's it's Lyme disease or it's it's Lyme disease on top of the MS? Doctors have debated about that, but <clears throat> where they kind of landed for now at least is that maybe the Lyme disease caused the MS. Uh, MS though, I will say it's a label that gets thrown at a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And so I wouldn't doubt um you know, they yeah, they, they tell a lot of people they have MS, but it yeah. could be other things. So I kind of, it took me about six months to even surrender that and to even, um, and to be okay with that. I was really upset that mm-hmm. for 12 years I had been thinking it was MS and now maybe it's something else and do I treat it differently? Have I been going the wrong direction this whole time? It kind of yeah. took a little bit to um, to be okay with that. So, yeah. but before we dive in too deeply to all that yeah. stuff, yeah. some of the stuff I had talked about in 2016, I was really excited that 
you told me actually on the last episode, you're like, I think you're going to do some big things. (laughs) I did, yes. (laughs) I know, and you're like, I wonder what's in your future. Mm. And one thing I pointed out um, was that I would like to start a chronic illness support group. Mm -hmm. And I did, and I'm so happy. I just had another meeting this morning. Um, So that's been going strong for probably the last three years. Wow. Tell Um, me about that. Tell me about how you got it started and how you guys meet and... I'm a big teamwork kind of person. So I teamed up with one individual that we went for a while. She even recorded some videos of us, you know, talking back and forth about things. And we had group meetups um, in Franklin and Spring Hill, kind of different areas. Um, And then after that, she kind of panned out and I kept the group going because I realized I hadn't lost the passion for it. So Mm. I kept it going. And then another girl has come on board. I need somebody that helps me administratively (laughs) to organize it because I stay too busy. And so um, we've been able to keep it running. And the biggest thing I noticed is I believe we are meeting a need that is not going away. And I don't see a lot of other people meeting it. And those two pieces of the criteria kind of give me the passion to keep the group going. Mm -hmm. And so I'm excited about it. So how did you initially start it? Uh, Did you tell anyone about it? Did you just invite people you knew? I remember going to a friend and we kind of set up the web page and the Facebook page, which is ultimately what it is now. Uh And I'll tell you what the name of that is in just a little bit here. Um, But we set that up. And then because I've just had so many connections, I think I referenced that when I was here last time. Yes. But I've run into a lot of people with chronic illness. So I started inviting them. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like depending on the day of the week, the time, there's so many things. Um, We will have such different people kind of coming in and out. But at the end of the day, just knowing that they have a place to go is kind of what's important to me. If they're struggling, then they can come to the group. Mm. And our online group as well is really strong, kind of like your Courage Cast mm-hmm. Facebook group. Our mm-hmm. online Facebook group is like that as well. Mm. Um, there's close to 100 people that are on the group. And um, yeah, it's just been really, really neat, the encouragement that's come out of it. And yeah. it just keeps growing. Yeah. Do you remember what it's called, the group? It's called Hope and Healing for Chronic Illness. Hope and Healing for Chronic Illness. And you can just search that on Facebook yep. and you'd you sure find can. it. It's yeah. a closed group. And mm-hmm. um, I think I put some criteria kind of questions at the beginning to try to filter out any sure. one that didn't Weirdos. genuinely. Yeah. You're going to run into weirdos. Yes, they're out there. (laughs) But fortunately, they're not in our group. Or they have like an agenda, you know. I have a couple of those too. Yeah. Yes. So tell me what that's like because running a group is hard. Yeah. You you don't know who you're letting in. How do you qualify them? Right. And and do you have any rules about your group? Yeah. I had talked about this last time I was here actually, but just keeping it positive and encouraging. Mm -hmm. And I sound like a radio station when I say that. Positive encouraging. (laughs) Elizabeth I'm sure Taylor. there's some radio station that has that <laughs> logo or something, but whatever the case, I really am serious about that. And um, so, and everyone knows, yeah. um, but I also have criteria that everyone is welcome. You don't have to have a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be, basically the only criteria is that you're dealing with some difficult chronic pain or yeah. whatever you're dealing with, you're welcome to come. If you're battling something, come to our group. We'd love to And you're to, looking for support, for you're you. looking yes. for help. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so do you listen mostly, or do you offer suggestions? And like, because because sometimes yeah. I go into a group and you can sort of tell an agenda, right? You know, oh, we're we're actually here to sell you oh, this yeah. and this. I'm not you know? a fan of that at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it's hard. It's hard for us in network marketing because yeah. we we believe like we have something to help people right. with, and, and we, we don't want to appear disingenuous, right? Or ge- disingenuine, <clears throat> or whatever yeah. the word is, but. 
um, it's hard. It's hard to yeah, it appear is hard. genuine when you really are genuine. It's right. just, we also do have stuff that can help. So yeah. it's, how do you balance Sometimes that? we'll have certain topics mm-hmm. on our Facebook group that we'll all discuss here and there, you know, just very casually. Yeah. But I'm a pretty laid back person in terms of how in my group. So the group is very laid back, which I think suits everyone. Mm-hmm especially with chronic illness, because you don't know what you're going to be feeling like when you show up. So yeah. I always say, grab a cup of coffee and come join us. Mm-hmm. And the conversations, I mean, they just naturally are what they need to be for the day. So uh, when you say grab a cup of coffee, that's when you meet We live? Yeah, for now we meet at Legacy Coffee House um, here yeah. in the Spring Hill area. Mm-hmm. That's been our meeting place on Friday mornings or Saturday mornings. Okay, and then we, offline... When you're not together, you're online in that group. Yes, we're all talking on there. Some people are asking health questions or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, I think there's a lot more growth to be had. Yeah. But, you know, do not despise your small beginnings. So, yeah. I think it's a great starting point for us. Is that us. a scripture? Yes, it is. And isn't, I don't, that, isn't that uh <laughs> I think it's Zephaniah. No, it's, it's like an, an old Yeah, it's old like Testament? Haggai or Zephaniah or Zechariah. Hezekiah. <laughs> something like it's that not hezekiah that's not Probably real i not. was testing that's you. not that's not a bible book it's i not. at least know that <laughs> <laughs> i tried to get you um very cool okay yeah. so do not despise so so that was one of your big things that you said yeah. you wanted to do yeah. in the future what was ahead would you remember anything else i didn't really have a lot besides that mm-hmm. except you know i was at a we had just moved here a year before that, and yeah. I was thinking back to my life that I was pretty lost mm. in terms of what my future would look like. I had no idea it was going to be what it is right now, and I'm excited to share about that. I yeah. had no idea what God had in store for me. So. Yeah, because <coughs> I remember when you first moved here, David was, your husband was, and still is, yeah. uh, working together with, my my wife was yeah. newly signed songwriter. <laughs> There and I remember you are also you have a beautiful voice and you love to sing and yeah. also write songs right. I believe yeah that's what I was working on then too as well yeah, yeah. and um, yeah I remember you were searching you yeah. were searching for what it was really next was. yeah so uh, yeah it's watching you the last eighteen mo- eighteen months yeah probably about eighteen about, months yeah, specifically you're actually pretty dead on you have rocketed. Timing. To into a rock star of a real estate agent. Yeah, yeah. So tell me about how you got into that. It's You're perfectly geared for it. You're perfectly Thank you. suited I didn't, for it. I had no idea that I was until mm-hmm. I started it, but everybody was telling me I was. Yeah. Um, so it was crazy. Right after I came on here to talk to you in August of 2016, um, I remember, uh, I cannot remember what order everything happened in, but I remember... I know how it started. January, we were talking about fasting right before we started a minute ago, but yes. in January of 2017, our church had the fast like they do every year. Yep. And I decided to participate and I had um, three questions I was really that I was asking God and just really wanting to pray about. One of them was a career. Um, and just like a career path for, you know, what God had for me because I just had always felt like nothing ever fit within my needs I had, especially dealing with chronic illness. You don't always know how you're going to feel the next day, but also um, just feeling like I need to be there for the kids and stuff like that and be around their work or their school schedules. So I really had um, some questions about that. So I participated in the fast and right around the same time, I went back to see my neurologist and got an MRI. And um, I was, I mean, I was deeply devastated by what the guy came back with. And you may not know some of this. I don't think 
Yeah. I don't think so. I'm share whatever you feel comfortable with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This part is pretty important to it. So yeah, I'm excited to share because I feel like God has really done a lot through this. Um, the first neurologist just gave me really bad news and said I was going to be severely disabled. Um, eventually, he didn't know how long um, because I had so many scars on my brain that mm. had formed. I felt like he he was a little bogus in some of the ways that he presented because I think he was trying to get me on certain medications, had some agendas. So mm. if you ever need neurologist um, recommendations, anyone, please ask me mm. who did not see. Yeah. Because <laughs> I have some um, some weighty thoughts on that. Thank God um, we have a lot of options here. Yes. In in oh, we Nashville. do. Yeah. And I went to a really, really awesome neurologist right after that that someone recommended. So I went and checked him out. Second opinion. Second opinion. Yeah. And I took my MRI. And he looked it over before he came in the room, and I will never forget our first appointment. Um, he walked in, and he asked if I'd be able to walk across the room at all to try to just test me to see, you know, what my abilities were like. And I did, just like I walked down here. I walked across, and he said, "You are really fortunate to be able to walk at all right now." Mm. And it was at that point that I realized how severe my condition was appearing, at least on my MRI. Mm-hmm. And that I had some um, big decisions to make, Mm -hmm. that I really had some things to figure out. Mm -hmm. And so after my first appointment, I went home and I'll be honest, I cried for three days, no exaggeration. I was just floored. I think I wrote a blog post about it right after that. I remember you publicly talking a little bit about it. Yeah, Yeah. it was, man, if I stepped into how I felt that day, it was heavy, Mm -hmm. just heavy emotion, wondering what my future was going to look like, kind of doubting everything. Um, And... But I'm glad I got the second appointment, but then it only solidified what he said pretty much. And I realized, okay, this is really severe. Mm -hmm. So meanwhile, you know, I'm doing this fast with my church and I just continue to pray. Um, Well, it was interesting. I just felt like after those two appointments that I needed to do something with my life in terms of if I wanted to get a job or something, like if there's anything I really ever wanted to do, I should probably do it right then. Mm. Because if two doctors are telling you how serious it is, you're thinking, okay, this really is serious. And it really is serious. Mm-hmm. Um, you feel like there's sort of a limited amount of time. And, absolutely. And it shot you yeah. out of procrastination. Absolutely. Any procrastination. Yeah. Not that you were a procrastinator right. before, but just woke you up to. Yeah. Okay. And what I didn't realize was it was going to give me an edge that a lot of people don't have an edge yeah. to win and to get ahead. And I didn't realize that then, but God is genius how he does things, how yeah. he can use something that's meant for evil and turn it around for good. Yeah. Um, and so it was in that moment, I just kind of was thinking, okay, I really want to figure this out. And so um, nothing happened right then. You know, that was all January, February, 2017. But I kid you not, April of 2017, it just came to me like a flash of light one day that I should look into trying real estate. Mm-hmm. And I was um, afraid to ask Dave about it because I wasn't sure. I thought he would laugh at me mm-hmm. and tell me that was a terrible idea. Not that he's like that, but mm-hmm. just that it was such a bad idea. Because of all the conditions. Because of all my issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, because I always tell people now even that what I've always been known for since being diagnosed with MS is I've been known for my illness and people are so kind, but they're always like, how are you feeling? That's the number one question. Mm-hmm. So my identity quickly became being oh, known this for is my Elizabeth. illness. She's sick. Yeah. 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 Oh, and that's, that's a tough, no, that's a tough spot to sit. It's almost like, it's almost like people are speaking it yeah. over you, even yeah. though they're not meaning to. No, exactly. All good intentions. And reminding you of it all yeah. the time. It's hard yeah. to separate your identity away from that. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
so in April of that year, all of a sudden it just came to me that I should try real estate. So I asked Dave about it. And I remember calling me the next day and said, I can't stop thinking about your idea. I think you should try it. Yes. Good so, job, Dave. Yes, he crushed it. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember looking, I had lunch with somebody that does real estate and asked his opinion and asked him to give me some tips and decided to take some classes. But I didn't tell anybody. I didn't tell my parents. Mm-hmm. Only my husband knew. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't have the confidence in myself that I would even be able to succeed. The other thing that's important to add, the neurologist I saw said I probably wouldn't be able to to pass the test. What? So The he, first one or the second the one? The second one. Even the second one yeah. that was more hopeful. He said, and... that's a really hard test. You're probably not going to be able to pass it. Uh, well, if you can walk. So that was quite a watch me moment. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So yeah, what did you think? Like... Why did you go ahead with it anyway? I felt like I had nothing to lose. Yeah, right. I kind of felt like I was at rock bottom and I might as well try something. So I started taking the classes. Um, I drove to Green Hills and took all these night classes. I mean, it was 60 hours of class time um, and never told a soul. Mm. <laughs> and so I was just secretly doing these classes and <laughs> and gearing up for it. Um and then you take, after you do the 60-hour class time, you then have to take a national and a state test. Yeah. And I was so nervous. And I failed the first two times by just a couple of questions. Uh. And it felt like everything came against me when mm. I would be trying to take the test. I got rear-ended. I remember on I-40, just all these weird things happened that I was just like, what is going on? This is really strange. Mm. Um, but I kept pushing forward. But it wasn't easy, mm-hmm. in other words. Um, so but I was, time. Yes, I was very determined. Mm-hmm. So I tried it again, November 11th. Is it a big thing? like, Or can you take it like once a week? Or you, you can take it, it <clears throat> three times before they, I believe it's something like they have you wait six months oh. and start over. Okay. Like it's not something you want to get to that yeah, position. So right. you want to pass. So mm-hmm. I was really nervous. Mm-hmm. But on November 11th, 2017... I passed, yes. um, and I was like, finally. <laughs> so, but I was still nervous because here's the thing: most real estate agents, a lot of them, they get their license, yeah. and then it, and then it hangs on the wall, and nothing mm-hmm. happens, and they can't sell. And I knew very well that could be me. Mm-hmm. So, in the middle of all this, I um, started feeling led to work at a coffee shop because we yeah. thought it'd be nice to have the extra income. Yeah. So, and the, and also secretly. I needed to have something to fall back on. So I would feel like it would lessen the disappointment in myself oh, yeah. if I have to be honest. Mm-hmm. That, you oh, do have I to still be have this job. This is the courage <laughs> yes, cast. Okay. Must be <laughs> to be honest, I selfishly did it too, probably because um, I wanted to have, like, okay, well, I failed that, but I still have the job at the coffee shop. Mm-hmm. Fainting and goat. Yes, the fainting goat here in Spring Hill. It, mm-hmm. was, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. So what I didn't realize was um, I had felt led to work at that place for since the summer. And I kept telling Dave, I don't know why I feel led to work here. So I put in my application. I remember telling them, I've never made an espresso drink in my life, and I really don't want to. I just love people. Right. So um, I was the only employee they ever just put on a cash register. Huh. What I didn't realize then that I see now was that God was actually training me to do my next job with mm-hmm. this job. Mm-hmm. And I started getting a lot of feedback from my boss and from people that were coming in, just like... Um, wow, you were really made for this. People would ask me if I own the place. Mm-hmm. Um, Super kind. Yeah. Very empathetic with others. Right. I mean, all the things that I already see in you. Thank you. Yeah. That I've seen in you over the years. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, and, and my natural. boss would tell me every time you work, our sales are through the roof. Mm. And I, I was like, no, the tips? She's like, no, just the sales even. I was like, I'm not doing anything but being myself. Mm-hmm. So I see that God used that to give me um, confidence. So what I would say to anyone is, if you feel like God's calling you to do something, but it doesn't line up maybe with what you think is in your future, do it anyway, because chances mm-hmm. are he has a reason he's yeah. wanting you to do that. That's but good. that gave me the confidence um, to then jump into being a full-time real estate agent. Mm-hmm. So I continued that job through... May of 2018. 2018. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got my real estate license in March of 2018. Um, oh, so you passed the test in November. Yes. And it took a while. Yeah. Then you got to pick your brokerage and. <clears throat> oh, okay. You have to pick where you're. All this red tape you got to uh-huh. jump through okay. even then. Really? Post class uh-huh. classes. Yeah. Like all kinds of stuff. Uh-huh. Um, like what does that involve? Like that picking is, your brokerage? You know, it's not too hard. Yeah. Um, because you're not stuck there necessarily, at least if you have a place to land for your first year, yeah. it's kind of a learning year anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a huge deal. Um, and I've realized people don't care about the brokerage. They care about you, the right. agent. Yeah. It's all, that's they all think the it's interesting who you work for, but yeah, they don't really care about your brokerage. You just need somewhere to hang your license. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. So, that's so all you that was found about. that you got your, right. everything was, and you started in yeah. May of 2018. Yeah, well, it, in March of 2018, March, March yeah, of 2018. and then I was, I had my first two sales um, on, right after Memorial Day, so my last day at the Fainting Goat was Memorial Day, so huh. yeah, pretty, two pretty big initial sales, I was like, okay, this is crazy. I remember, and I remember <laughs> the sales. Yes, you probably do. You were shouting it on yeah. Facebook, and yeah. uh, Dave was super proud of you, and yeah. He had a little party for me. Yeah, did he? Very sweet. Yeah, it was right around my birthday too. So he celebrated me really big Mm -hmm. that year. That was really sweet. Yeah. Um, So the crazy thing is it hasn't stopped. Yeah, tell me about that. Tell me it hasn't stopped. Like what does that mean it hasn't stopped? Skyrocketed. So my first year... I, and this is okay to brag. I'm going to give okay. Elizabeth permission. I know. To I'm like, do I share? Go full on. Don't yeah. hold back. Yeah. Because you didn't hold back when you were down, That's and you true. gave God the glory. Yeah. Now it's time to not hold back and yeah. shine because you're still giving God the glory. Right. And I hope that it encourages others that no matter what you've been told by doctors or anyone, that you never know what God has in your future. It could mm-hmm. be bigger and better than you imagined. Yeah. It's not always what the doctors think. So, um, uh, so memori- just after Memorial Day. Yeah. Tell me how it's been since then. Two so my, sales in yeah. one day, in one month. Yeah. my Well, actually, it was funny. Within 24 hours, I had both of those under contract, and I had just started. I was like, okay, what do I do now? Whoa. It was crazy. Really? Um, yeah. Oh. It was nuts. So the closings were a little bit after that. But yes, the, But the you closings. had those contracts within yeah. 24 hours of starting? Yeah. Really, really quick. Okay. Crazy. So that was nuts. So my first 10 months, um, I was able to sell 14 homes. Wow. And... Um, And then, can I ask you like how much value are each of the homes? Well, I did um, three and a half million. Three and a half million. My first ten months. Wow. Does that how? Is that like in the top? Is that like how? How do how do I compare that? Basically, and then I get an email 
in January of that next year saying you've been selected for an award. I'm like, oh, I didn't know we could get awards. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's two associations that are like the umbrella for agents and yeah. their brokerages that you have to be a part of. I was a part of one that has over 3,000 members, mm-hmm. but there's 6,500 realtors in the Nashville area. There's a lot of us. Yes. Which is why I was not looking at my competition, not thinking about anything, because they're truly not my competition. Right, right. I am my competition. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I've always chosen to, to think of it that way. These are my teammates. Mm-hmm. We all do the same thing. We all want to help people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get an email in January of 2019 saying you've been selected for an award. And I found out then that um, that put me in the top 10% of national realtors, or actually in Tennessee. Wow. Top 10%. So 650 roughly people in Nashville. But you yeah. said Tennessee. Yeah, I believe it's for the Tennessee area. Uh-huh. So the whole state. But if nothing else, it's the Nashville, Nashville area, which is what That's is the big, we're the biggest right, right. place in Nashville or in, in, in Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. So um, anyway, so, but you never take it for granted in sales. You never know. Yeah. And I never assume that I do know. And so mm-hmm. I just try to be faithful to what God's called me to do. Um, and I will say my first year was not easy. And I dealt with a lot of conflict. Um, I dealt with a lot of um, difficult situations to the point where the two guys I was working with were like, we've never even dealt with anything like this in our eight years of doing real estate. Hmm. So I felt like God just took me um, right to the very deep and let me experience a lot of hard things, but Mm -hmm. to help me just to be a really awesome agent, able to handle anything, which sounds like God, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. He gives us things that aren't very fun, Mm -hmm. and we know that, but we know that it's making us a better person. Right, yeah. And it truly did. Huh. So so give me some some, uh, real estate agent tips Things you've learned in the first, because now this is now so now two, and a half, two years. Now. I just finished my second year. Yeah, yeah. So I'll tell you the what I just did for this year. Yeah, tell me what you. did I for was this super year. excited. You did fourteen in the first ten months. Yeah. So I just did. I just finished twenty four properties and just over doubled my numbers. I did eight million in sales last year. So amazing! I'm so excited. Eight yeah. million in sales. Yes. That's incredible. Yeah, in my first full year. Jeez. So I'm excited. Of course, I got, you know. That's um, two homes a month. Yes, yeah. That's a lot to work on. Yeah. A lot to work on. I just got another email a couple of days ago that I was going to get another award. So I can't wait to see, you know, what percentage <laughs> that puts me in as far as top, you know, uh-huh. probably be like the top 7% or something uh-huh. like that. That's amazing, so, Elizabeth. Yeah, you know what? It's crazy. You never know what God's going to do with your story. And um, I <coughs> have just gotten some great reviews and feedback from clients that I work with. Um, they feel who you are. Mm-hmm. They feel when you're being genuine or when you're not. Mm-hmm. They feel how much you care about them. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like that um, this, everything I've walked through, I actually realized recently that fighting for my health prepared me to advocate for my clients. Mm. And I didn't realize what a fierce negotiator I would be, <laughs> <laughs> which I used to think negotiating was ugly. It's not. It can be as nice as it can be. It's just proposing ideas yeah. and seeing if you can get the other party to agree. Huh. So um, So you're always in their corner Absolutely. Looking out for them, yes. But you're you're negotiating. You're learning yeah. about negotiating tactics yes, as well. Absolutely, and Finding I actually win-wins. love it. You love that? Yes. I never thought I would love it. If I if you had told me that a few years ago that I would be doing something like this, I probably would have been really scared. Yeah. But it's just amazing. You never know where God's going to take you, and um, I didn't know how much I would enjoy it, but I enjoy um, being able to get the best for my clients. Mm-hmm. Um, 
tell me what, um, how did you find clients? How do you, because that's the hardest part is finding yeah. people who want to work with you. Right. Did yeah. They just like, was it just people that you, once you let people know, or did it, was it, was there ever a time where it was difficult to get clients? Um, or why do you think, why do you think you were able to get the, all these clients? Yeah. So right off the bat, um, one of the guys I work with, he buys leads, which is very common in real estate. Uh And so he would give some of the leads to me. That requires a lot of skill as well because you are trying to talk to someone. um, It's like a, it's a cold lead pretty Mm -hmm. much. And you have to talk to them Mm -hmm. and be so convincing or kind or whatever you want to look at it Mm -hmm. um, where they want to work with you. And Mm -hmm. I didn't realize I was so skilled in that area as well. So I was able to take, yes, I honestly, I think that's exactly what I thought. Mm -hmm that led into that. Mm -hmm. And so it's just been beautiful the way that it's just completely um, not shifted, but just segued into that now. Mm -hmm. Um, And so he would give me these leads and I would work them. And -hmm. I just got one client after another, after another, but I've gotten so busy because at the same time, you know, people were finding out I'm a real estate agent and I already had a following, especially online from my illness actually. Mm. And how those same people are like, oh, well, we already trust you and we see how you operate and who you are. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, we trust you to help us buy or sell our property. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just transitioned beautifully into mm-hmm. that, honestly. So these days, I'm just um, almost exclusively just word of mouth, mm-hmm. which is beautiful. That's where yeah. you want to be for a position like that. Yeah. So at, at any given time now, it's January of 2020. Yeah. Um, how many p- different people are you working with? Different clients are you working right with? Right now I have, um, I already have f- five or six properties. I got them in December actually mm-hmm. um, that are set to close. So I already have, you know, mm-hmm. quite a few. And I probably have, if I'm counting people too, that also are ready, they're looking for a home. I probably have at least eight. Mm-hmm. clients that I'm working with right now. That's so amazing. never a dull moment, honestly. Yeah. It's just beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I enjoy it so much. Huh. <laughs> There's just a joy. And I think that's important when you have a a job. It's not like every day is perfect for anyone. Mm-hmm. But to find something you enjoy that gives it gives you joy, adds joy to you. Yeah. I think it's important to do that. And I mm-hmm. really feel that with my job mm-hmm. because it's not really about the houses. Houses yeah. are fun and they're great. It's about the people. Mm-hmm. It's Mm -hmm. knowing that I can help them get the best. And Mm -hmm. um, at the end of the day, I get them in their home. They feel satisfied. Yeah. Oh, it's just the best feeling ever. So yeah, I enjoy it immensely. I like that you document a lot of it on social media. Yeah. Like yesterday you were with chickens. Oh my gosh. Was it chickens or turkeys? It was chickens. I was at a listing appointment and they saw, (laughs) they saw the owner come out the door and they thought it was um, feeding time. (laughs) (laughs) So they came to the door. And then they followed me all the way to my car because they thought I had something for them as well. Mm-hmm. And I was afraid they were actually going to jump in my car. They did it. I didn't know what chickens do. But I don't know what chickens do either. I took that shot because I thought it was so funny. I'm sitting on the front porch of my client's home and the chickens are surrounding me. No, it's so perfect. It was so much fun. It's yeah. perfect. Yeah, it's a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, what's, the, what's the hardest part of your job? The hardest part of my job is... Probably just when clients are disappointed at times, it happens. Mm-hmm. You know, you run into situations where a home doesn't work out or, you know, you just the things you imagine aren't coming to fruition or mm-hmm. your loan doesn't work the way that you thought it would. Um, that's probably really tough for me because I 
I'm so invested in people mm-hmm. and being a two on the Enneagram, I'm mm-hmm. a helper and I love to help people. And so I feel it personally. Twos are actually known for feeling others' feelings even more than their own. Yeah. So I've had to really guard myself on that. But mm-hmm. I think just seeing others' um, expectations not come to pass and helping them to reset them and to kind of reframe things a little bit has been really important. But it's it's hard for me when they're having a bad day, you know. I I feel it deeply. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a three with a two and sometimes a four. Oh yeah. So I'm kind of like an airplane in the three sort of in the (laughs) middle because I kind of have that creative side. I'm a four, but I definitely feel you literally. Um, The empathy part of me is really strong. Yeah. I think if things were happening to me personally, it wouldn't be as heavy as if you feel like your clients aren't happy. Yeah. Um, I was just talking to somebody about that this morning. Actually, it's, it's really hard for me. So, but we get through it and God gives me the wisdom for them. Okay. So kind of to wrap this up a little bit, um, you've got a bright future ahead. Yeah. Future so bright. You almost wore shades in here. Right. You do have a blanket on. because I do really have cold. a blanket. What it's else am I wearing? Here. It's cold in the Courage Cast studios. <laughs> I'm also wearing slippers. Slippers, really <laughs> cute slippers. She's having a good time. You know what? I wanted to be cozy when I came to do this. Absolutely. You should be comfortable. Yeah. Um, We actually, we should have Courage Cast slippers. We should give our our guests slippers. Absolutely. I need to give you a t-shirt. I have a new new t-shirt. I would love that. Actually, it's the same t-shirt. I I could have worn it today. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give it to you. I'll give you another one. Okay. Um, But, uh, oh, my power just went out. Hold on. Not my power, but my my computer just went dead. Uh Uh-oh. But it's back. Oh, good. Um, so just your your future's bright. Right. You've got a lot of thing, great things ahead of you. Yeah. You know, I'm, we're not going to pretend, though. I'm not going to pretend that everything's right. 100% great because you still have... I do. You still are dealing with what the neurologist told I'm you. still battling it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I, this is two years later. You yes. Tell me where yeah. you're at with that. I think that's the beauty of my story, and I just really see how God uses that, honestly, is um, it keeps me very grounded, as I told someone recently. Um, I... My head might be in the clouds right now if I didn't have that keeping me grounded. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important to have things in your life, actually, that remind you how much you need Jesus. Mm. And I am reminded all the time. I just finished doing a um, a Lyme disease treatment. Mm -hmm. And during that time, my... um, my feet went back to its old numb self. My right leg was really dragging. and I That's was just, the herxing, though, isn't it? Yes, mm-hmm. I believe it is. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, and, we, you and Chrissy yeah, have that in common. Yeah, we sure do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it was, it was scary. I've had some days of tears. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've had these wonderful, wonderful victories. But, yeah, I've been, you know, left just kind of facing some of the issues I'm still dealing with. But I think there's, oddly enough, there's beauty in that. Because, like I said, it keeps me grounded. Yeah. And, um. I think people love stories where they see that you're still pushing through and you're winning yeah. when um, it could be a lot worse or, you know, you're despite being the situation you're walking through, you're still able to move ahead. Mm-hmm. Well, you're not without hope, like you That's said right. at, yeah. the, at your last episode. That's true, you I did. Us. And do you remember the antidote for despair? Yes, it's thankfulness. Thankfulness. I love that podcast episode. <laughs> I was listening to it. I was like, that was really good stuff mm-hmm. that I said. It was yeah. good. Maybe you have a book in you. I know. Actually, I said this might be the year for a book. Yeah. There, I said it on Courage Cast, so I might need to do it now. Yes. <laughs> now you can listen back three years later. I know. We'll see where you're at. I you're hope doing, so. You'll, do 80, you'll be doing $80 million and yeah. <laughs> um, you'll have three books, one real estate, yes. two your story. And, yeah. Yeah. And I'll still be walking 
talking. Yeah, you will be. I really believe um, it. Have you ever listened to any or watched any Brene Brown? Yes. Uh, Daring Greatly or anything Dave like that? Dave and I that? were just talking about her last night. She's good. Yeah, just, she is. She has a Netflix special and I okay. just watched it. A um, little bit of language. I didn't realize that she was such huh, a language I didn't person. Either. But it doesn't matter. She does great work yeah. and great research. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, you're, you you have a lot to be hopeful for mm-hmm. and thankful for. I think so too. And it reminds me a little bit about, like it reminds me of Paul in scripture where yeah. he talks about the thorn. Yes. The thorn that he has to deal with. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, that helps him to stay, mm-hmm. helped him to stay that, mm-hmm. stay grounded. And and you have this. Um, so, but even despite that, you yeah. are able to be grateful and you find things to be grateful for. Yeah. And specifically, probably because of that. Mm-hmm. Imagine if you didn't have any of those things and you I know. seem to have everything, you right. know, what, what I, where would you be? You I don't know? know. And honestly, I was gonna say, I don't even know if I would have had the courage to even attempt to get my real estate license mm-hmm. if I didn't have the words spoken to me that kind of thrust me forward mm-hmm. into my future. I don't know if I would have had the courage. It takes a lot of courage to go do something like that. Yeah. And to jump into it thinking that you might be able to do it. Like who mm-hmm. am I to think that? But I thought, what do I have to lose? So one of the other big things that happened to me this year was um I had a magazine for um real estate agents mm-hmm. and this groups, one right here? Yes. Real I brought producers. it in here. Yeah. It's yeah. called Real Producers and groups like Gary Ashton, which I think everybody's heard of. Uh-huh. Um, he was on there just a couple months before I was. But I was so honored, you guys, to have an article um in there. They they came to me and they said we wanted to um choose you as the rising star wow. for our September edition of our magazine and they came and they did a photo shoot and Aww. they did um they did a an interview with me and gosh what a what a pleasure it was to be able to tell my story and so you know what i did i told the story just like i've done here on the courage cast yeah a lot of people go in there and they talk about oh my dad was a builder or my mom was a real estate agent uh-huh. no i went in there and told the story about the it, the first sentences elizabeth mm. taylor thought by 35 she would be um in a wheelchair and yeah. that's how the story began in my article so wow. i just feel so blessed to be able to tell my story mm-hmm. um and to encourage others, I got a lot of feedback from that story. A lot. Is of, this online too? I can link to it. Yes, I'll okay. figure out something. It's not very well laid out, but I'll I'll figure out something so you can access it. Okay. Yeah, there um, you are, right there. Elizabeth, yeah. Page twenty six. Great picture, pictures of you. Yeah. Um, and I noticed the top three hundred standings on the back. Right. <laughs> this was uh, January through. Oh, this is like. That's um, from last year. From last year, yeah. but this is like eighteen months. Yeah. Worth of business they're showing here. Right. So yeah. you're you've eclipsed that. You should be in Oh, I'm sure I have also you would be in this if uh-huh. it, for next year. I believe so as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just needed a little more time. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> so yeah, I would say my final encouragement, honestly, for anyone would you be and I hope for my story, you realize that you don't have the limitations you you think you do. Yeah. I think a lot of times we limit ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I had limited myself and I put myself in a box. Um, of what I thought I could do. And it took that moment of desperation mm-hmm. and thinking how little time I might have left mm-hmm. that I thought I should go big. I yeah. should just go big or go home. And so I went Why big. Not? Why not? So I've learned a lot from this. Mm-hmm. And I even talk about that in my article. I think I make reference to something to the effect of, um, you know, a lot of times the things you're going through is actually the platform you will one day stand on mm-hmm. and it's going to thrust you into your future. Mm-hmm. And I'm living proof of that. Yes, you are. So it's... God's grace is good. It's amazing. And this is only the beginning. 
I think it might be also. This is only the beginning. Yeah. There is much, much I have more. Chills. Yes. It's not going to look like you think it will <laughs> no. look. It's not always going to be great. Right. You, you know that. Right. But it. This is only the beginning, and yeah. there's so much more that yeah. so much more richness and so much more that God has for you. And yeah. and I'm ex- I'm here to celebrate with you. I'm Thank glad you. you came here to celebrate Thank you. with us. I'm honored to be back. Yeah. Um. And I'll see you in 2023. <laughs> Yay! That sounds good. Let's do it. Okay. So Elizabeth Taylor, I am so that. I mean, what a great great conversation we had. I, I just loved hearing your heart, and um, I'm going to link everything. Here at the end, uh, you'll see it in the show notes to everything we talked about, uh, so that you can kind of see uh, see her for your for yourself and and celebrate with her. So, and probably I'll put her contact information in there so she can uh, so you can look her up. And uh, if she's not you. too busy, yeah, <laughs> she would love to help you. Thanks, Elizabeth. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Courage Cast. I want to invite you in to taking the next step in your journey towards living your most courageous life. You can do that very simply by visiting courageouscommunity.com forward slash challenge. That's courageouscommunity.com forward slash challenge.